This is the Push Shift Podcast, a broad look at the hospitality industry. And welcome to the Post Shift Podcast. I'm your host, obviously, Sean Sewell. Um, this week, I want to talk about training. The reason why I want to talk about training is that I haven't talked about the subject yet, um, which is really interesting because I do a lot of it. Um, and the big thing for me is that actually right now when you're listening to this at 9 a.m. on a Tuesday, um, I'm going to be doing some cocktail training with the staff at Pagliacci's. Now, I'm still technically at Pagliacci's uh, here in Victoria, even though I'm away a lot. Um, I'm back in Singapore in three weeks, two weeks, three weeks, I can't remember, three weeks, I think, um, for another eight-week stint. So this has opened up the thing because I, I'm training in Singapore. Even while I'm here uh, through WhatsApp, I'm sending the staff um, tools and tricks and little tests and little online uh, things sort of get the knowledge up so as we as we work through. And then I'm, I'm working with my lead bartender there to do like daily tastings and sort of build certain reinforcements that we're going to talk about today. So let's get down to it. Training. Now I've got five little steps. There's probably a ton more. Um, this one's a nice little short video. Um, I used to train based on what I knew. Now there's massive flaws in this um, in the fact that everybody's different. And everybody being different, everybody trains different, everybody absorbs information different. This is where the big issue comes in. And so you have to train to the lowest common denominator. Now that sounds horrible. Lowest common denominator seems like it's like the 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 low like the short like the low 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 education level of bartending. But really, at the end of the day, even if you open a place, consult in a place, uh, run a place, anything, and you hire a fantastic team, that team's going to change, and you will have people leave, and you'll have people join, you'll have people come up through the ranks, and so you may start with a freaking gangbuster. Uh, award-winning bar team, but after six months, 12 months, 18 months, there's going to be barbacks who come up through the ranks. Those barbacks are going to learn alone. So but how do you, like, a lot of bartending stuff is based around learning as you go on the job, but it really needs to be formulated and put into a standardized paper so that if you hire someone, you can go, this is our mentalities, this is our methodologies, this is our mission statement. It's very HR speak, which I really didn't love that class in school. Um, if you've been following my first term, HR was not my favorite class at all. Um, but it has taught me a whole bunch of things. Is like training to the lowest common denominator. Make sure that you uh, success, put, set everybody up for success and that you have accountability, which is a big thing, um, which sort of leads into the next thing. is like you can't get mad at someone for not knowing how to do something unless you've trained it or it's in a manual somewhere. And this is something I live by now because I used to get so frustrated. Like, you can imagine I've been bartending for almost 20, over, over 20 years now. Um, I've read second, read, read my second book and blah, 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 blah. And all this bullshit. So in my head, to get down to the lowest common denominator, denominator first was difficult because I haven't done a lot of the basics um, unsubconsciously in a really long time. But there was certain things like tapping a keg. You have been... Mind blown how many young bartenders out there don't have never worked in bars that have kegs or know how to tap a keg and then bleed a fob and all these different things. And these things are major, major things that you need to train on. And it may seem simple for you. It may be common sense. It may be subconscious. It may be blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, there's a kid out there who's just turned 19 or 21 in the US 
who has never tapped a keg before and he's coming to work at your place as a bar back and on a Friday night, three kegs blow it at the same time and you send him back to the cool room and he doesn't know how to change a keg. You can't get mad. If, you have, if you've shown him a couple of times, which you get down to step five, but if you've shown him a couple of times, then it works. Then, I, then you can get angry when you've shown him and he, he's, still not, he's still not or she's not getting on, touch, on, on, touch, on top of it. I think I'm using the he um, denomination mainly because I'm using an example in my head of someone who didn't know how to change a keg. Um, next up, don't compare yourself to your staff. Now, if you're an owner out there, Unless your staff have skin in the game, like ownership on your place, not non-tangible ownership, but like tangible, written down, dollars in the bank, skin in the game, you cannot expect your staff to work as hard as you do, know as much as you do, and love the place as much as you do. We all, as owners, consultants, bar managers, everything, we all want our staff to be that good. We want them to have that intangible like taste in their mouth that this is their place and this thing. But at the end of the day, some staff aren't going to have that. You, you're, you've got the, the most glorious staff if you've got that. Perfect. Awesome. But there's always going to be one or two people just don't see it as a career. And that goes back to... Um, and that goes back to not comparing yourself to your staff. Like, I... Like, you've heard me speak about this. I live and breathe this industry. But I cannot accept my staff to live and breathe this industry. And Singapore was a big eye-opener for that because it is very, very, very different to what I've been used to here in Canada, in the US. Hell, even when I go to Berlin Bar Show and like Lisbon Bar Show and stuff, like career bartenders just don't really exist in Singapore to the degree that I was expecting. And even then, the ones that are career bartenders don't have a huge amount of experience outside of Singapore. It's mainly Singapore-centric, local-centric. So this sort of uh, mentality of like not, you can't compare yourself to your staff and you can't expect your staff to be like you um, hits home really quickly and really fast. And that's where number four comes in. So number four is transparency and open communication. I like to start all my training sessions now with saying that I'm blunt, I'm honest, I'm brash at times, but at the end of the day, I'm trying to make everybody better. Um, and I almost apologize for it in advance, mainly because I know that if they shit the bed on something, um, whether it be a fucking service standard or a cocktail or I see something come out and I've trained them on it and they like just completely like butchered it because it was busy that when I come down on them hard that they know that it's constructive and it's not passive aggressive or just me being a dick which well I can't really say that but um, at the end of the day I open my, all my training sessions with this saying that this is my life this is, not, this is my hobby my 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 pure existence is bartending and, and the hospitality industry. So I'm going to give you things that might be a little bit harder for you guys to digest because it's not something you're used to. Um, I'm going to keep pushing and pl plugging away at that. Um, if I'm ever really aggressive or brash, just let me know. And I'm it's two way, open communication is two-way. Transparency is two-way. If you have been an asshole for any reason, fucking busy night, kitchen's crashing, shit's going wrong, and you just fucking lose your mind or fucking ream out a busser or a bar back or a fucking server or anything just because you're stressed, you better at the end of the night be able to able to one, apologize for your behavior because that was a fucking shit move. Um, and secondly, be able to take criticism when people come to you and say, hey, didn't really love the way you talked to me tonight. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. And explain yourself. And I think 
Most workplaces that get toxic real quick don't have this transparency and open communication that's really necessary to be successful. Um, so last, <coughs> oh, sorry, I broke my ribs last week. I cracked my ribs last week in a motorcycle accident. I'm in a lot of pain. Um, step five, reinforcement. This goes back, literally covers everything we just talked about. Transparency, um, not comparing yourself, uh, lowest kind of dom- Lowest common denominator, train everybody on everything, regardless of how small and niggly that you think it is. Um, reinforcement, 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 reinforcement. Um, it's been two weeks since I left Singapore. Chances are I'm going to do another wine tasting this week via um, via uh, me being away, which means that uh, the staff will try the wines again and reinforce those flavor profiles and reinforce all the things that we talked about. And it starts clicking those gears and clicking those gears, and clicking those gears. Um, same thing with the gin uh, thing I just sent through. Same through with the, the training we're doing tomorrow. It's not for a new cocktail menu. The cocktail menu that we're going to go through tomorrow is the cocktail menu we have on the menu right now at Pagliacci's. We're going to go through it again with me watching the new staff, because we have two new staff that I haven't seen work. Uh, two new staff working their way through it and seeing how it can work. So, there for my five steps of uh, training. I hope that helps you out a little bit. If you're trying to get into consulting or you're managing a bar and you find it difficult to get staff to align your goals, these are all steps you can take to make sure it works. So thank you very much for listening. This is your push shift shot. Um, have a good week. I will see you on Friday. I've got a big guest on Friday if I can finally nail him down. But if I do, it'll be fantastic. So have a good week, guys. Bye. Thanks, Post Shifters. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, if you're listening, whatever platform you're on, give me a good rating, subscribe, listen along. Uh, I'm going to keep going. I really enjoy sitting down with people and learning where they're from, what they did, and how they got to where they were. So if you love it, give me a good five stars. If you don't, give me one and I'll try harder.